Have you ever wondered if your client is taking advantage of you? I know I've been in that position before as a freelancer, and today we're going to dive on in to seven signs that a client is taking advantage of you. So let's do this. For those of you who don't know, my name is Rachel Peterson and I'm a social media strategist. I have done multiple seven figures working directly with clients and I've had a lot of incredible client experiences. However, on the flip side, I've also experienced clients taking advantage of me, blowing past red flags, uh, scope creeping, demanding all kinds of things outside of the contract. And today I'm gonna share with you these seven things that I've discovered over the last eight years of working with clients. So let's dive on in. Number one, they ask for extra tasks without being willing to pay extra. For those of you who aren't aware, this is called scope creep, and it is a surefire sign that a client is taking advantage of you. For example, if I had a nanny working for me and I straight up said, oh yeah, by the way, could you also scrub all the floors and make sure that my house is spotless? Her immediate reaction would be no, because I'm not a maid or a housekeeper. Similarly, when a client asks for extra tasks without being willing to pay extra for things that are outside of the scope that was agreed upon, this is a major sign that that client is taking advantage of you. Number two, they always pay their invoice five plus days late or miss it altogether, and this is a frequent occurrence, not a one-off situation. Plain and simple, if a client is late on their invoice, stop all work because the truth is freelancers are the ones taking on the risk each time that they work with a business. And when a client doesn't pay their invoice, how much do you have to hound them? How much do you have to work in order to get paid for the hard work that you are doing for them? That's not a fair situation. And so the second that an invoice is not paid, I want you to absolutely stop all work because no money, no honey. That's the rule that we're going to follow. By the way, if you want to learn more about how to grow your business as a freelancer, I actually have a mentorship and mastermind program specifically designed to help freelancers go to six figures. You can check that out in the bio beneath this video. Number three, they constantly critique your work. It's never good enough, so you end up constantly having to make revisions. Now, this is one thing if you work in, let's say, for example, graphic design or website design, uh, it's normal for a client to want several revisions. But if a client is constantly critiquing everything that you do or rewriting everything that you do, there's a very good sign that this is just not going to be a client that's ever going to be happy with the work that you produce. Now, it could be a them issue. It could be a you issue. But either way, this is a massive red flag and a good sign that it's time to part ways with this client. Number four. They require you to attend a bunch of meetings that weren't a part of your contract. Now, I'll be super honest, when a client asks me for you know, an extra monthly meeting or a meeting just with the team to get on the same page, once in a while, I'm okay with this, but my clients do pay a quarter of a million dollars per year. So I'm okay with an extra meeting with the team to make sure we're all on the same, you know, on the same wavelength, that we're moving in the same direction. But if a client were to say, we want you to attend manual, manual weekly meetings every single week or, you know, twice a week meetings, that's going to be a hard stop because Consistent meetings are for employees, not for freelancers. If a client is constantly demanding that you attend this meeting and this meeting and this meeting, that's a really good sign that this client is taking advantage of the freelancer relationship. Number five, they tell you when to work, how to work, where to work, and what tools you need to use. 
When you work as a freelancer, you are a 1099er or a contractor. And by definition of being a 1099er, a client cannot actually tell you when to work, where to work, how to work, or what tools you need to use to complete your job. Unless, of course, it was stated in the original contract. So for example, if you want to use Canva instead of Photoshop and it gets the job done well, that is within your right as a 1099er unless the position was for a Photoshop expert and you said, I will complete the tasks in Photoshop in your contract. So whenever a client is trying to like micromanage, you need to work on like an Apple versus um, a PC, or they say you need to work from seven to nine each day, simply because you are a freelancer, that is a sign that a client is taking advantage of that freelancer relationship. If they wanna tell you when to work, where to work, how to work and what tools to use, they would need to make you a full-time employee and that may include some benefits as well. Number six, they blame business failures on you while not sharing the joys and the feel goods of successes. Now, this is one that some people may disagree with me on, however, my personal belief around all of this, I've been both a business owner of a business um, that is not freelancing as well as working with clients in a freelance relationship. And what's really interesting is a freelancer is never the person who is responsible for your business's uh, success fully or your failure fully. If you're going to blame failures on a freelancer, you need to also give them a share of the success as well, at least the feel goods. Um, similarly, if you're not going to give them a share of the success or the, the joy of winning that praise, that attaboy, then you absolutely cannot blame business failures on them. Either you win or you lose as a team. But a responsible business owner knows that a freelancer cannot make or break your business. That is the honest truth. Uh, can they play a part in making or breaking your business? Yeah, without a doubt. However, you as the business owner are ultimately solely responsible for whether your business thrives or fails. So blaming it on a freelancer, mm -mm -mm -mm, that is taking advantage of the freelancer and using them as a scapegoat. Yes, I said it. Number seven, they always act like everything is an emergency. Now the clients that do this often get especially emergent during holidays, on weekends, on evenings. Suddenly they wanna hop on a call all the time. Everything needs to be discussed. This is an emergency. This is last minute. We have to make this work. I disagree. The truth is, unless you work as a freelancer in a hospital responsible for um, changing O2 tanks, you are not responsible for the emergencies of anyone else's business. And yes, I'm really saying that. Uh, it's a different thing when you're going through a launch. It can be a little more intense, but did you sign up for the launch? If you are not someone who signed up for the launch, knowing what a launch means, then honestly, a client's emergencies are not your emergencies. And the good news is we're not creating oxygen. Thank you, Adrian Dorison, for that line. I love it so much. 
When a client is constantly saying everything is an emergency, they're abusing um, basically your fight or flight response. They're activating, and it might be because of their unhealed trauma, but they're activating or reactivating kind of like trauma reactions and trauma responses. And that's a really good sign that this client is not someone that you want to work with. They're going to constantly put you into fight or flight because they know that that's how they can get you to perform the best, the fastest, the most consistently. And that is an abuse of a power relationship. I hope that this episode has served you. I've had so much fun recording it. If you want to learn more about the ways that I serve freelancers in my mentorship and mastermind program, head to www.clickforlife. That's C-L-I-Q-U-E-F-O-R-L-I-F-E.com. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to check out the resources, including my mentorship mastermind program for freelancers in the bio beneath this video. I'll catch you later.